Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Kerry the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, <laughs> my friends, to episode number 245 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... This is Brutal Dave. This is episode 245C. <laughs> this, is like, this is like take five, actually. It's Welcome. like C, C addendum A25. <laughs> and, and that other voice you heard, of course, is Not So Brutal Dave. Not So George. Brutal George. Oh. I didn't realize my name changed to Dave, but that's cool, too. We need to we need to figure out a better name for you. We've been saying that like five times already, but uh, we need to find out how to brutalify yourself. I concur. How do we do that? Uh, I is there like a brutal school I I could go to? There, you might be able to see a band live, and that can, would be Cannibal Corpse. Can I can I take some brutal classes? You have to windmill like fucking Corpse Grinder does, and get what a he's fucking been growing huge, his hair huge, out for. You need so to grow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been I, my hair out. I, I can do. I day. can already windmill it a little bit. A little bit. You're gonna get a huge neck like fucking corpse grinder. <laughs> it's not like my neck is short or small now. It's true, but so, you'll get more muscles in it. It'll be like you can it, like so it'll, be, it'll be less fat now. Is what you're saying? I'll be yes. able to. I'll be able to like you know break an apple between my my head and my shoulders. I just said walnut, but apples will work too. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> but let's let's talk about that. Uh, just announced was a new tour with the Mon Mars, Cannibal Corpse, Obituary, and Frozen Soul. That's a fucking great lineup. It's a great show. Uh, I've I've seen Mon Mars probably a dozen times. I don't know how many times I've seen them a lot. Uh, but for all of my metal cred, I have actually never seen Cannibal Corpse or Obituary before. That surprises me because Cannibal Cannibal Corpse tours like a motherfucker constantly. Yeah, I know. And I've Obituary, always, I've always I, just missed them. Obituary don't tour as much, but I I saw them. I think maybe was Dark. Who did I see them with? Uh, at the gates recently, maybe in the past five or six years. It was at the House of Blues, I believe. Okay. Um. Good show. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen them. It took me how many years to see Carcass earlier this year, so I can't really say anything. You know what mm. I mean? But I wish I, I've been wanting to see uh, Frozen Soul. Um, I feel I feel like I've seen them already, but I think they're on that tour. But because uh, they're from the Dallas area, right? Are they? I don't know. Actually, I believe uh, they are. I'm going to look them up. Um, Frozen Soul, yeah. The burp, burp, Frozen, yeah, they're from Texas. Burp, burp. Burp, burp, uh, I saw one of their uh, collaborators the other night. What's that? So one of the featured artists on their on the new Frozen Soul album. They nope. they opened the Catatonia show. Uh, I don't, I'm not. I don't know how they pronounce it. If it's ghost or ghost or oh whatever. yes, it's the G O S T is definitely mm-hmm. ghost. Ghost. Are you okay. sure? I, I have no idea. No. Then <laughs> you said it so like I know authoritatively. Exactly what I'm about. Yes. <laughs> Which is proves to 
go goes to show don't ever believe anything that George says. That's not true. Everything I say is correct and the truth. That's <laughs> that's not true. Absolutely. How so how was the show, by the way? It was awesome. How was, how was Ghost? Ghost. Um, so um I, I saw their name on the bill and I was like, I've seen this name before. I, I can't remember if I've listened to them or not. I don't remember, uh, but I know I've seen this name and we were most of the way through their set when I remembered that I had seen their name as a featured artist on the frozen soul album. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, so they were actually the second opener. The first opener was a band I had not heard of before called Griva with, uh, not Grima, but Griva. Griva, there, or the, yeah. is that a doom metal band, right? Yeah, they were kind of like like shoegazy doom, like mm. very effects heavy, um, wall of sound kind of, not sludgy like sludge doom metal, but like, uh, I guess kind of sludgy though. I would yeah. still use that as an adjective. But I ended up uh, enjoying their set, and I went to try to find more stuff on them and I I'm having trouble finding anything about them because they so, don't exist. I think they're local I guess. because I think there was another band on that was supposed to be on the tour and they, the opening band backed out seeing this is what uh, my wife actually told me from a co her one of her coworkers who were there at the show. And that's, that's, I, I saw think, them. Yes. And they, they said it was a local band that was opening up. So, Okay. And and Kim said, Oh, Carrie would have liked that. That's like up his it, Yeah. It was cool. I, I enjoyed what they were doing. It was a little bit different. So you were saying uh in one of our other uh failed attempts to record this, uh, <laughs> that you like a bill you like a bill to have some variety to it. I um, do. I like yeah, because okay, going back real quick to the Amana Mars obituary cannibal corpse frozen soul tour. Great lineup, yes, but I wit cannibal corpse obituary old school death metal you know i wish frozen souls and the new school old school death metal and uh i just wish there was a different genre on that tour somewhere a black metal band or a thrash band or even like a progressive black something something that sort of like you know cleans the palette a little bit you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on a mars yes they're a little bit more melodic death metal type of stuff but um i don't know we uh, we will be going to that show. We have something cool that was uh, given to my wife that we will be at that show now. Neat. Yeah. Talk you, about that later. Was it tickets that you got? Well, yes. It part partly. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I don't know how else you would go to the show suddenly if you didn't get tickets. Yeah. Well, they they are tickets are included in what we got. I'll I'll just say that for any show. And we just we're gonna select that show, basically. All right, very cool. Um, so how was Catatonia? I mean, I really dig their new album this year. They were fantastic. So they've been they've been on my to see list for a long time. Oh, you've never seen them before? No. Oh wow, I've never been able to. So yeah, they've been on my to see list for a while. Uh, before I talk about them, I'm gonna finish talking about ghost Ghost. (laughs) a little bit so because i was saying that you 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 like a bill with a varied lineup this one had it that this they were very different uh interesting so they were like i guess kind of like industrial metal uh it was almost all electronic um oh cool 
it was, it was two guys. It was a, a dude playing a bass guitar uh, through like a million effects, and then a guy playing a keyboard and all of his other uh, digital pads and doodads and loopers and whatever the fuck he had up there. And it was just the two of them. Um, but it was highly energetic all the same. Um, and I don't listen to a ton of electronic music, but I yeah. get in the mood for it every now and then. Yeah. And I would definitely... I would definitely add them into the rotation. I just uh, looked it up on Google and it said it sounds like gassed, like G A A S T. So, okay. So it's gassed, I guess. Fair enough. There's the no, spiritual being, but there's an angel, no devil, a, there's no spirit. A in it. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but there's like a weird, not an umlaut, but something over the O to change the pronunciation. There you go. It still, still um, makes sense. I, I agree, but they were, they were fun, but it was again, very different. Um, Don't kill the messenger, so man. Then, uh, Catatonia played and, um, God, they were just like flawless. They just yeah. nailed it. Yeah. They were very good. Um, they played most of the stuff that I had on in my mind. I didn't like make a list or anything, but stuff that I was like, man, I hope they play, uh, lacquer. They played lacquer. Um, you know that kind of. I thing. did. So, I was I was planning to go to the show, but uh, just some things happened. It's just been a busy week. I actually every time I plan to go to a show, I always go on Spotify, and I make a, a playlist of all the songs that they are going to be playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm I looking, do that sometimes. You know, yeah, and looking at it, I'm like, oh, they they play a lot of shit from the new album, but they play like mm-hmm. everything else I would want to hear, like my twin and July and mm-hmm. yep. old school. Yep. Yeah, like you said, lacquer. I love that song. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Did you get a shirt? No, I didn't. How was the uh, merch? They were, it wasn't bad. Uh, it, a little pricey. Um, oh yeah, but it's all pricey. I, mean, I know. Um, they were they had run out of patches. Uh, oh really? The, yeah, the guy Damn. was like, "Yeah, we sold out of patches." Like I think he said like two nights ago or something. Oh. Like that. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna need one of those, so I'll have to go go searching for one. But yeah, we didn't end up really doing merch stuff this time yeah so that's cool i'm i i i'm sad i didn't get to go but you know there's a lot of stuff was going on this week and we just couldn't make it work um but you know what i have been listening to recently yes but go ahead. i mentioned <laughs> i mentioned it like five yeah. times already uh-huh. so i've been listening to the new getty lee audiobook called my f in life and it's fucking fantastic um the the first three hours of the book, he's talking about his family life, his childhood, but how his parents met and all this and his family, family's journey from uh, before the World War II, during the uh, during the Nazi concentration camps where his parents actually met, and then how they... That's crazy. Yeah, how they got out, and it's it's a really inspiring story, and he does it really, really well, and the, the price is worth it alone by hearing Getty do his, his old woman Yiddish voice, like his mom. Fantastic. Uh, Um, So his name is really Gary. His birth name was, is Gary Weintraub, right? But his mom, when her, with her sick accent, when she said Gary, it sounded like Getty. Yeah. So he officially changed his name to Getty. I never knew that. 
Yeah, I heard I heard that some years back. Yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a kid who works at uh, one of the pizza places near near us where I go pick up frequently and his name is getty uh-huh. and when he told me that i was like getty like getty lee getty he's like yep that's who i'm named wow. after that's, <laughs> so, that's cool though yep so his mom's mispronunciation of of his name or accent let's go there has uh influenced other people to be named that yep it's cool uh the book is really good i'm i'm like chapter, I don't know, like 19 or something into it. There's like four or five hours left out of like 14. So I'm pretty close, pretty close to the end. Um, it's, it's like I said, like the first three hours of the, of the whole book is nothing about him and even being in rush. So it's, it's pretty, it's really good. And it's really rekindled my, my love of the band. Um, I've gone back through and started listening to some of their older albums, like through the, I, I, I'll do that. I'll go through and listen to bands in their entirety. And I started that with rush. So I made it to 2112 and going to continue from there. What about you, George? Are you a rush fan? Uh, I like a handful of their songs. Yeah. Um, I probably like more than I realize, but I don't feel yeah. like I'm uh such a avid fan where I like, like, Oh man, I'm in the mood for rush or you go like, back and look at the discography. And there's so many great classic songs. It really is. I've seen them. I got to see them once live. And that was in the late nineties. Uh, when Primus opened up for them at the summit, <laughs> only time I never, show. Oh yeah. The only time I never got to see them live. Um, well, uh, Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson are talking yeah. about doing some music together again. Um, yeah, so they because they you know they they hung it up when Neil Kurt passed away. Um, yes, well before then even because when he got sick. Yes, and that's right. You're he right. retired basically. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're talking about doing some stuff again. So who could who could replace Neil Peart? I mean. It's a tall order, but I feel it like is. he's inspired so many people to become amazing drummers that they probably wouldn't have that hard of a time finding you know who's somebody. A, you know who's available? You? No, Are Mike you Mangini. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, Mike I mean, Mangini has nothing to choice. do. Yeah, he'd yeah. be good at it. I mean, Portnoy is the obvious choice, you know, but with him going back to Dream Theater, he's not going to have time. Um, But, you know... Everyone's like, oh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, Dave Grohl or somebody like that, but they're just not the, no. they're That's not the not right, the right fit. choice. No, uh, for sure. Nothing against Dave Grohl all over the guy, but he's not the right choice for that. No, he's more of a rock and roll drummer. You need somebody that could really play off beats and these weird syncopations and stuff like that just to yeah. even, to even get there. So Mangini would work. I, w- I would say. Yeah. 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 If you're That's interested in Getty choice. Lee, I would say definitely if you can check out the audiobook because he reads the whole thing, which I love. And there's segments of it where uh I guess in the book Alex Lifeson w- would, you know, have like a little part of it, of talking about something. And it actually was I it was Alex's voice in the book in the audiobook too. So Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, all right. Good book. Good book. Um I guess we talk. We, do we say Happy Hanukkah yet on this on this go round? <laughs> this time I don't know. Happy Hanukkah. Right. I Happy think Hanukkah. Let's do it again. Why not? And I guess less than twenty four hours are all going to be hanging out at my house for Hanukkah, so that'd be fun. 
Yes. It, it better be. Shalom's. Shalom's. Uh, very cool. Um, do you, I want to talk about, before we get into what we've been watching, I want to talk about Spotify in review. Um, not yep. for, uh, well, I guess we could talk about ours, but I want to talk about some of the stats we got for uh, the Metal Geeks podcast and MSR cast, right? Sure. So, okay. according to Spotify, which is weird because I don't really get a lot of analytics from the platform until like the end of the year. So, our listeners was up 123%. Our streams are up 500%, 19% in followers, and we created 164% more minutes this past year. I get that's good, right? Really, it's just four more minutes. It's just Carrie it, playing the episodes over and over again. On no, it's not. It's not. Uh, we've created two point nine thousand minutes of audio. Um, we had four top fans. Um, we had twenty top five fans, twenty four in the top ten. Who, so there's four who, people out who there. Who are these four top fans? I don't know. It doesn't tell you that, but four people out there have made our shows one of their top podcasts you and should, we thank you thank they you should uh much. shout us out let us know who you are yes we will send you something from george's house That's not <laughs> i mean i guess if you want crap yeah you, you get crap in the mail i guess um what about did you guys i know you don't guys uh, george or dave doesn't actually listen to spotify very much but george did you did you do your um your top year in for spotify I did, yeah. How did it come out? Was it what you expected? Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, it makes sense uh, in a, a certain degree because uh, I was excited to go see the Ghost show, and I guess I must have listened to a lot of Ghost in preparation <laughs> for the show. Right. So clearly, Ghost was my top uh, band. Although my... I don't feel like I listen to them like an exponential amount. I feel yeah. like whenever they come on on my shuffle, I'll go, oh, yeah, that's a great song. My top I... genres were metal, rock, progressive metal, melodic death metal, and symphonic metal. Mm. My, Can you guess my top five artists? I'm going to guess Mickey Dolenz is in there somewhere. It is, actually. He's number four. Well, we'll see. Number one is the monkeys. <laughs> number number two is Judas Priest. Unf- that's an unfair twofer, is what that is. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do it. Three is the Beatles, and number five was Halloween. Apparently, I listened to forty-seven thousand minutes. Wow. But my top genre is metal. I mean, um, I, I can look at mine real quick. I don't. My I don't top remember. five songs of the year, I guess, that I listened to the most. I don't know. Because it's weird. I listen to a lot of stuff on random, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, or let me go number five with Breaking the Law, Judas Priest. And I'm like, did I? I don't remember listening to that song that much. Um, but it must have been on a lot of playlists that I've listened to. Number four is Transitory from Shores of Null. Number three is The Construct from Hanging Garden. Number two is I Went Out for Halloween. Number one is Different Drum from Mickey Dolan. Number two makes sense because... I went out is one of my go-to songs that I pop on when I play drums, my electronic drum set. So that definitely makes sense. Yeah. So you, I, I use YouTube music um, yeah. for mine and they don't really, I'm, I'm looking through now to see if they do something similar. And I, they do. I, it's just not as good. 
because I do listen to YouTube music on my on my TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they yeah they don't really do it the same way, but they do auto generate a like recap playlist for yeah. you. Uh, but mine is fucking weird because YouTube music <laughs> is now integrated with you like normal YouTube. Right. And so any music that you get off of that gets counted. And I use sure. YouTube videos for uh, backing tracks for guitar playing. Like I when I'm like practicing or just like messing around, I'll I'll put on a backing track and improvise to it. Yeah. Um, and all of that shit gets counted. And so, yeah, well, yeah, of course. And so, and so my like 2023 recap playlist is like all of these backing tracks and like classic <laughs> rock songs that like, I jam that's, along that's, to that's when cool, I'm practicing. Though. So it, like it's not it... a, it's not at all representative of what my like, actually listening to music listening it's like, like metalhead parents sharing an account with their like young kids and everything's like bluey or some shit like that uh-huh yeah it's like yeah, it doesn't it's not really indicative of what i've really listened to but there you go well in our house like my spotify is connected to our alexa so yeah pretty much anybody could say hey play such and such and it will go directly from my spotify account i get so it that's that's how i end up with taylor swift and my, i was about to say my taylor my, swift. my tw- taylor swift and uh the uh the hamilton soundtrack in my top 10 oh you know the hamilton of you is all you man hey man hamilton soundtrack is pretty good even though it's historically inaccurate it's pretty good soundtrack um before we move on i just wanted to say uh on hanukkah my gift for hanukkah was something really cool you know the arcade one uh arcade machines yeah the the like the old well the miniaturized cabinets yes so arcade uh, cabinets i got the the marvel versus capcom one the marvel one it's a death it's not a the full counter or it's a countertop one is basically what it is um and it was on sale at Target for like 99 bucks. And then if you spent uh, over $90, you got like a $20 automatic discount. So I got it pretty cheap and got it home. I had it sitting around for a couple of days, didn't open it. Then we tried to pop it or we plugged it in the other night and uh, the left joystick did not go left. <laughs> so oh. we had to return it. And luckily we found one more because these things are hard to find. And when the girl returned it to Target, she gave us the that was a fifteen dollar discount. That's what it was. So she gave us a fifteen dollar price. It was like eighty four dollars. Then she gave it us another fifteen dollars off of that. Give me a gift card. And I'm like, all right. So we got it for like sixty something dollars. Yeah. Normally, like they're like one hundred and fifty. That's not bad. It's Pretty a lot good. of fun too. I will uh, challenge you guys to tomorrow for a round. I'm I'm terrible. Which, at now, which games. which one did you get? Uh, the Marvel. So it's Marvel versus Capcom, okay. X Men versus Street Fighter. Um, it should have all of them in there, right? Because it doesn't. Should, yeah. Oh, it doesn't? I no, it, it has four do. games. And then it has like weirdly the Punisher arcade game, which is like a like a side scrolling beat 'em up game. All right. So it's a, um, like okay. a, a random freebie, I guess. Yeah. I was hoping it would have Marvel versus Capcom too, because that's my that's my jam right there. I could take you for a ride on that one. There's like one person out there that knows what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at those games. I've I think I maybe played it maybe twice. My the Marvel versus Capcom two theme song. There's a lyric in that goes just repeats over and over and over. I'm going to take you for a ride. 
That's, uh, yeah. Uh, you want to move on to what we're watching? Let's do it. Uh, let's start with Dave this time. Dave. Okay. Nothing current, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm that's not okay. watching anything that's like new, really. Um, so I just a few nights ago for for the first time finally got around to watching Big Trouble in Little China. I had never seen that one before. It's a great so movie. There's a there's a I think there's a a small handful of Carpenter movies that I still haven't seen. Um, but that Wait, one what else? No, uh, I don't know if it's any of the like big ones, but mm. I don't know. I never, I know I never saw his vampires movie. I, I just watched that in um, October. And you, I never you, seen you, don't, before. you don't need to watch it. It was, that's okay. kind of why I haven't. Cause I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the fog? Uh, you know what? I don't think I've seen his, the fog. No, I don't think I have. It's great. It's pretty good. It is not as good as the mist, but also not his movie. I know. <laughs> what about I, the thing? I, I, you I ever seen got the thing? Confused. Oh, the thing is one of my all-time favorite yeah. movies. That that I love that movie. Um, yeah, I, I think it's both one of the best horror and one of the best sci-fi movies at the same time. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just one of the best uh, movies ever made. It's period. fucking great. Yeah, I love it. We watched the um, the like prequel or whatever that came out like ten years ago. Oh yeah, not so great. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was like the exact same movie but bad. Well, they had good intentions, but there was a lot of studio like interference. So, George, is there a sequel to Vampires with John Bon Jovi? Yes. Oh, what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there well, is. Wouldn't that happen? I don't know. Is it why, called, why did that happen? Isn't it called like Vampires 2000 or something like that? Vampires Los Muertos. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Is Carpenter involved in that in any way? Uh, just it? as a producer, I think. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he directed it, but. So, uh, yeah, so I finally watched Big Trouble in Little China. Liked it. It was a lot of fun. I can see. I can see why people, uh, why it has the cult following that it does. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, a fun movie, and I felt like it held up better than I expected that it would. I, I it's one of those movies. The older it gets, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such like a weird time capsule, but at the same yeah. time, it breaks the mold of the the genre that it's making mm-hmm. fun of. Yeah, it's such a it's such a great, fun, smart movie. Kurt Russell's perfect in it. Uh, I, I can't say enough positive things about that movie. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, just before we started recording tonight, I watched uh, Hitchcock with my wife, which was from 2012. It's a movie about Alfred Hitchcock and the making of the movie Psycho. Um, I guess it's not even necessarily so much about making the movie Psycho. It's like a snapshot of life. Of his life during making, that time. Yeah, yeah. during that. I've yeah. never seen that actually. Uh, it was I. It was it was like worth one of those like worth a watch kind of a thing. Yeah. It was entertaining, but I don't think it's one that I'm gonna like go back to. You know, it was it was, it was, it was heavy Oscar bait by uh, very much so. Yeah. yeah, who played Hitchcock uh, in that movie? Anthony Hopkins was, oh. was Hitchcock. He's wearing I mean, like that, a fake nose and a fat suit. I mean that makes sense, I guess, but yeah, sounds like Oscar bait. It, 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 yeah, it much very is. much seemed that way. 
Hmm. Um, it was pretty good though. I, like I said, I felt like it was worth a watch. Is that streaming somewhere? No, we, I, well, it may be, I don't know. We, um, we actually got a copy from our library. They have a pretty uh, extensive, uh, media collection there. So. That's cool. Uh, other than that, I, that I haven't really been watching a whole lot. Um, I did, uh, back on uh, Thanksgiving, I did have the MST three K Turkey day marathon on. Oh, all day. Yeah. Did, did you, did you uh, see anything cool or notable? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what all came through now. Um, I was surprised to see that there was a lot of new material on there. Like they were playing new, new episodes, uh, like very recent ones. This is from their streaming network, right? Yes. And it uh, so I watched it via YouTube. Um, ah. Yeah, they were they were also streaming on uh, the Gizmoplex, which is their new like streaming service. Right. Uh, so, what's cool about Gizmoplex? that? Gizmoplex. I think that's what they called it, the Gizmoplex. Well, it's named named after the Gizmo Gizmonic Institute. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but uh, how much did that cost a month? So very you expensive. Can, <laughs> but you can go on that on on there. You can watch the original run of the show, the first ten seasons of it. You can watch those episodes for free. Oh yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All you have it's to do is just sign up for the app and you can watch it for free. That's my understanding. That's what it looked like when I looked at it. I haven't done it yet, but that's what it looks like. Oh, yeah? you, you, you pay a subscription to get access to the new material, basically. Gotcha. Well, if that's the case, I might just do that. Yeah. It looks like you buy credits and you... You, you it's Basically, you can pay for like a, a flat rate for the year and you'll have access to everything. Or you can like pick the like movies. Like season that you, pass. Yeah, or you can pick the yeah. movies that you want to watch. At one twenty nine, you'll own the entire season for just eight dollars per episode. So yeah, they actually this year they actually did two full days for the Turkey Day Marathon. They did forty eight hours. Nice. Um, and they were using it as a fundraiser for the next season of MSC three K. Did you get a tote bag? Uh, no one's getting anything. Damn it. They didn't, they, they were not successful. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sad. That is sad. Uh, they're going to find, they're going to find some way to make it happen though. I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I just have this. Every time I think about mystery science, George, that time we were, uh, interviewing at comic Palooza, um, the guy from Aqua Teen mm -hmm. and the guy from, Mystery science is show like it was, busted uh, into the. It was I Mike. Am, it was Mike. Am, yeah. No, it was it was Joel. Yeah. Joel, Joel, that's right. Yeah, Joel, Joel Hobson. Sorry. And I am still chagrined that I couldn't be there with you guys. I would I I would have loved to have been there for that. That was pretty great. I, it's not like Joel talked to us. He was just talking to uh, yeah. What's his face and, and totally ignoring us. But I mean, it's totally it's fine. I mean, we're not important. To him, he was talking so. to me. I think he was ignoring you more. No. <laughs> That is definitely not how I remember it. <laughs> that's how I remember it, but that's okay. Anything else here? Uh, other than that, I've just been like watching these uh, How to Become series on Netflix. There's a, they've got a few of them now. I watched How to Become a Cult Leader and How to Become a Mob Boss. And I th there's another one out now that I haven't watched yet called How to Become a Tyrant, I think is the name of it. Until they all go together. Uh, yeah. Um, it's kind of fun. They're... Docu their documentary series it's on netflix but, right 
Yeah, they're on Netflix, and they're uh, hosted by uh, Peter Dinklage. He does oh, the really? voiceover for them. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're like I said, they're documentaries, but they're kind of they're they're a little tongue in cheek. It's not like ha ha like side splitting laughter. It's just yeah. kind of a tongue in cheek take on it. That's like here's the here are the rules that you should follow, and so to learn how to do this, we're going to look at this historic figure and and how they did this right so they they've got a series on cult leaders so that covered you know your big ones had manson and and jonestown and all that okay. all that yeah, kind of shit i think Catherine and i we watched a couple episodes and i think we got to the jonestown episode i'm like this is just kind of depressing Oof, the jonestown one is rough but we uh we oh yeah that reminds me though after we watched it though we went back and rewatched uh the sacrament the uh, Ty West, the yeah. Ty West movie. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie. I've never seen that. It's basically Jonestown. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, except it's more modern day uh, or modern for the time, mm. and it's like these reporters from Vice are going in to try to like get one of their siblings out of this cult, and while they're there, they're the impetus for like in the actual the real historic event when it was the the senator who came. Yeah. Uh, and then they he left and they killed him on his way back to the airstrip and then and then went back and they all drank the 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 Kool-Aid, as it were. Uh, so in the in the sacrament movie, this vice team is the impetus for that event. Wow. OK. Yeah. Interesting. I have so, to watch that. So it's kind of like found footage style. Um, yeah, but it's but it's pretty good. I like it. And the guy who plays the cult leader. I think I don't know really who he is, but he does a fantastic job. I really like him in that part. So, have anyway. you guys ever seen Red State? Yeah, yeah, I watched it once. I okay. thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that's a, it's along the those lines. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I know a lot of what I've been watching it sort of like um, matches with what George has been watching, so. I'm going to talk about a few things that uh, you might have not seen. I went and saw Disney Wish in the theater a couple weeks ago. Oh, how was it? It was okay. Um, oh. It was sort of a classic return to the the a return of the classic Disney style. Um, I, I heard that they were trying to ape off of like the do what Spider-Verse did, but not as good. Oh, uh, how do you mean? Well, for what I've read, I haven't seen it, and I've only seen a trailer, but for what I've read, everyone says, like, they're trying to mimic the, uh, the ed- ed- like, animating on uh, on twos as opposed to, th- uh, instead of threes and fours. Oh, okay. I didn't really see that. It didn't look, like, jerky or anything like that. Um, it looked like normal animation. It looked like old school animation, which was sort of cool. Yeah, it looks um, like what they're trying to do is take the old, like, golden era yes. Disney movies and do that, but, like, in a computer, uh, yes. basically. But the plot, uh, the, the, looks, my problem was... The visually, it looks really yes. cool, but plot-wise, it looks like nothing to me. My, my problem was the plot. The plot was not very good. The the little character, the little witch character they tried to make the big thing. It didn't work. The, I will say the villain of, of this, of this uh, movie, I could not figure out who it was, but he was fantastic. Um, chewed up the scenery. Like you could not believe. And it turned out to be Chris Pine. 
Mm-hmm. Old, old blue eyes. <laughs> but I really liked him in this in this movie. I liked him in the Dungeon of the Dragons movie too. So maybe my yeah. view on him is changing. Poor I don't Chris, know. Poor Chris Pine can't catch a break. Not with, well, not with Carrie. Not with no. me. Well, no, I'm just talking about box office wise. He, he just can't catch a break. Box yeah, office. This is wise. he was the best part of the movie. I will tell you that much. I mean, um, he's, he's the best thing about every movie. But the song, every, every the box office were, is, is, is yeah, terrible. The songs weren't memorable. It's, it was just, and it's so weird. It's called Disney Wish. They have a fucking cruise ship called Disney Wish. Why don't oh, you? Yeah, you know true. what I mean? I mean, it's like not everybody is going to know that, but the Didn't diehard. They, I don't know. I it's think confusing. I heard. I think I you said mentioned the music wasn't very good. I think yeah. I heard somebody say that they were basically like trying to do a. Lin Manuel Miranda style, yes. but with but without him. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They they ran it through an AI thing to see if they can get. That's good, what it felt like. It was like without the 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 feeling or the talent, you know. Because I'll admit, Lin Manuel Miranda has some talent to him, you know. Sure. Um, we just started tonight on Apple Plus is a new documentary series called Lennon Murder Without a Trial. It's basically like a three episode documentary series about. The murder of and the post murder of John Lennon, uh, narrated by Kiefer Sutherland. We're like, we're like, is that Kiefer? It is Kiefer. It's been it's pretty good so far. Um, if you're into that, um, it really go. I, I I think it goes into more of the the trial that didn't happen. The whole thing, you know. So it's it's just a weird. It was a weird thing. I remember it briefly because I was probably like 10 ish when it happened but it wasn't a huge thing for me when it when it did happen because you know i, I it didn't re- didn't resonate with me but i remember my parents being really fucking upset <laughs> you know it was interesting um it looks like everything else is sort of matching but uh we've been watching the mass singer this season uh going back to it a little bit there was a character on this show it was the Tiki, right? Mm-hmm. And I posted about this in Metal Geek Society before. Uh, from the first fucking note out of this character's voice, it was a fucking Sebastian Bach. And you were right. I was right. It was, they did a rock night the other night. And he did like a kiss song. Like it's sad that he he got knocked out on a kiss song, but he he's a great great fucking vocalist still to this day and uh that was like on wednesday guess what came out on thursday brand new sebastian bach music video look at that timely. time timely timely these these shows even the, they're fun to watch and all that kind of stuff you know it's all scripted and all set up and mm-hmm. they it's it's all timed like when they had like I don't under I don't understand the appeal of the guessing the celebrity thing. I honestly I don't either. So. It's sort of fun, but it, it's a little overkill now. That's why we stopped watching for a long time because we, like the last time we watched, I'm like I don't know who any of these fucking people are. So it wasn't fun to try to guess some, you know, a basketball star or somebody. But you know, we we started watching it. It's it's something that we just put on in the background a little bit. And, but Sebastian Bach brought me back, brought me Bach. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about Monarch first. 
Monarch. What What are your opinions on this show? Uh, so I guess the best way to talk about it is how many episodes have you seen? I've not seen this week's episode that came out today. Okay, so I think maybe the first four. I think I've only seen the first three. I think I'm two weeks behind. Okay. Um, I don't know. I kind of dig it. I think it's I cool. Do too. Yeah, I mean, it's small stakes monster stuff. And I think what's really cool about it, because which I'm usually complaining about in the monster movies, like in the monster verse that they have, that there's too much human characters. Yeah. And their stories are usually boring. Right. Uh, but in the Monarch show, it's the human characters that are way more interesting than there's the actual. Been, there's been barely any line. kaiju so far. I mean, a little bit, but yeah. Well, the... But the but they're they're doing this uh, like mystery box thing all like almost every episode, which keeps me intrigued, and I, I I'm digging it so far. The um yes the there's two different timelines, which is really cool. Um, which is which this is my favorite part about it. Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell play the same character in different ages of their life. Man, I called cool. it when uh, when Overlord came out, and I said, "Man, Wyatt yeah. Russell and his dad need to play in the same character in the same right. movie." I called yeah. that shit back in the day. You called that. It's it's been good so far. Um, I, have you seen the new Godzilla minus one movie yet? I want to. I just haven't had time to. I keep I, yeah, my wonderful schedule. things about it. Me too. I am actually looking at going on Wednesday because they're playing at the AM, like both AMC's by my house. So it could be a could be a cool outing. Uh, if I had the time, I would go, but I do not have the time. Even on Sunday? No, you don't got you don't got the time. I don't got the time. Sorry. Dang. I, I would like to though. Yes. Um. Yeah, so if you're if you are a kaiju fan or you're, you're a Godzilla fan, there is definitely something for you in this this show. It's it it's directly related to like the the current Godzilla and Kong movies and all that kind of stuff. Which uh, there's a new trailer for Godzilla versus Kong, and oh, it's not uh, it's not versus it's okay. God, it's yeah, Godzilla, it's Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. So they're teaming up and yeah, fighting it's a some team other up. guy. Last movie they fought, this time they're uh, teaming up. Now so. they're friends. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> they're fighting a common enemy. Right. My enemy of my enemy is my friend. Kind right. Of yeah. Um, that looks bad. I'll watch it, but it still looks bad. I mean, did you watch the Godzilla vs. Kong? I did. Did you like that? It's fun. It's. I mean, it's still I, bad. It's the same director, so like, yeah. your your enjoyment will vary on how you enjoy it. I didn't hate that. it, but it, it, I, you know, going in, it's not going to be a great movie. You know, you want to see giant monsters fighting, and that's what you get. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, what about For All Mankind? Have you caught up on that? Uh, I've seen up to episode four. Okay. I started watching the the one new episode, which I guess is five that came out today. I started watching I'm like halfway through it. Gotcha. The season's been really good. I, I think it's great. Uh, it's a I like the new character they've introduced. I, I think it's a strong series, especially if you've been following the series from the beginning. Uh, it's great, but at the same time, I keep asking myself, like, man, these people are way too old to be in space. 
Yeah, fucking uh, Joel Kinnaman's <laughs> way too old. He's like 80 years old, and he's still like a captain in space. It, it doesn't. I don't make know if he's 80, but I don't know. They're pretty old. He's pretty old. He's up there. It's like all right. So it first started when they were in the 60s, right? When they when they joined the program, right? So this uh, is yes, but it's the now it's the early 2000s, right? Early 2000s, so 40 years, so late 60s, maybe or close to 70s. Yeah, I mean that's way too old to be out in space. <laughs> Sorry, and, and the very questionable like old people makeup too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there's times where I'm like, mm, that's not very convincing old person mm. makeup. But uh, the the wet bandits in the sh- in the show, one of the wet oh, bandits, absolutely Daniel with the Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern, yeah, it's just yeah, like, he's good in the show. I, I think it's really cool how they like uh, they're kind of like poking fun at the uh, the commercialization of uh, yes space exploration, like how it's gumming up the works, basically. And you got you got President Al Gore, yeah. I, that that stuff is probably like some of my favorite parts where they like show of the what could have been of uh, the this al- weird alternate universe. history. Yeah. Do you know in this universe for all mankind universe, John Lennon is still alive? Yeah, that's right. It's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it turns out to be like a Bill Cosby kind of guy. Oh, don't say I'm, that. I'm joking. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. <laughs> don't say that. Um, the other thing we've been watching uh, is Doctor Who. There's been there's going to be there they've they've released the first two, but there's one more coming out this weekend uh, on Disney plus with the, the 10th doctor. Is it David Tennant? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So I, for what I understand that these are uh, the series, the specials, I guess they're specials. They're not series. Yeah. Uh, they're going to lead directly into the brand new rebooted doctor who series. Yep. Was the, the guy from uh, the Barbie movie? Yes. Um, which I would imagine in the third episode, the third of this, it's gonna he's gonna regenerate at the end, right? He's got to. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they ha- they have to explain how Tenet disappears because the other one, I think the the new season starts on Christmas, doesn't it? I, My wife was explaining all uh, this. That's to me. how just, they that's how they normally work. They usually do a Christmas special. Yeah. Right, uh, I just go along with it. That's why I thought the first special. I thought they released the Christmas special early. I thought they released it for Thanksgiving, but it wasn't. So the second episode where they're they're in that spaceship, yeah, and there's some weird shit going on in that episode. I really like that episode. I thought the second episode or the second special was way better yeah. than the first one. The there's like these weird alien entities that try to mimic them, and they don't understand. Uh, size. So, like, at one point they get super huge and they get stuck in the hallway. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty, it's pretty funny. Uh, also, it's very, uh, it's Doctor Who, but with a yeah. very fresh coat of paint, very fresh, new, fresh coat of paint on it. Yeah, but with exactly. Like, what with familiar characters. So, what about uh, you? What else? What else is on your list? Uh, what haven't we talked about? Oh, I watched uh, Fincher's new movie, uh, The Killer, on Netflix. How is that? It's on my one my watch list. Uh, well, do you like David Fincher? I do. Do you like uh, David Fincher when he does not doing tentpole movies? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so it's a possibility you might like it. Who's the, uh, who's the main star in it? It's uh, 
Come on, man. Magneto the Chris, guy. The Chris Pine? Fast yes. Fastbender. Fast okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I really dug it. Um, I think it's a, a tr- like Fincher going back uh, true to form because I haven't liked his last few projects. Um, Gosh, you. Uh, I think this is like him trying to like find his step again. Uh, I didn't really like Make very much. I found it a little boring. I never saw that. And uh, he did something else, and I can't remember it. I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, but this is like a, a really bad, a true to form. It reminds me a lot of um, that movie he did with uh, Panic Room. That's what it was called. It reminds me a lot of Panic Room mm-hmm. as far as like the pacing, the style. Um, like everything's very deliberate and controlled and just clean and what's a well, well paced story for my opinion. So for me, what's this your, is, what's your favorite Fincher movie? Uh, that's tough. Like I won't have to think about it cause it's an ever changing list. Easy really, for me. I really like gone girl. Um, but then I also really like the game a lot. It's easy for me. It's seven all the way. Yeah, I like seven. Uh, I, I think it's like his big breakout movie, but I think the game shows uh, flair and technique that he hasn't shown in other things. And and uh, Michael Douglas is just fucking great in that movie. Which movie is this? The game. I never saw that. Val, uh, not Val Kilmer. Fucking uh, Michael Douglas and. Come on. I have a poop for brains. Sean Penn? Sean Penn. Thank you. Sorry. I've been up since 4 a.m., so. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I'm looking at the IMDb. Oh, it has Charles Martinet in it as well. It's a great movie. Uh, Basically, it's uh, what do you get? Sean Penn's trying to, like, figure out what do you get a man who has everything for his birthday, and they feel disconnected, and so he gets them this uh, experience but then the experience begins to blur the lines of reality for uh, Michael Douglas's character, and you don't know if what he's experiencing real or not anymore. Oh. And uh, things get real intense, and it's awesome. It's a good movie. I have not seen that yet. All right. Uh, so anyway, The Killer's really great. I like it. It's very cold how David Fincher can tend to be, but there's also yeah. some great flourishes, character moments. Fastbender is fantastic. Uh, if you're a Fincher fan, I think this is a perfect, perfect entry for you. Uh, what else have I been watching? Uh, also, another Netflix uh, thing. Mike Briglia is back with a new special. Say five times fast. Mike Briglia. There you. Go. Yeah, uh, I think he's uh, one of my hands down one of my favorite comedians. Uh, I won't even call him a stand-up comedian anymore. He does like these, basically like this one man show and uh he's just a fantastic storyteller he takes you on a journey you feel something you laugh you cry and uh i don't think anyone does his kind of comedy no one does that better than he does i think uh so he has a new special it's called old the old man in the pool i'm looking at it right now that's cool i don't have to watch that uh if you've seen any of his other specials um Especially the one that came out before this one, which was called the new one. Uh, it's very in the same vein, and he's just got more better at telling stories and perfected his art. Um, cool. What else? Uh, 
there's a movie that came out uh, last year, I think, or early this year, called Blackberry, which is about the rise and fall of the. Is it really cell phone empire <laughs> Blackberry? Oh God! Uh, starring Glenn Howerton and uh, what? and uh, what? Hiccup and Hiccup. Hiccup. Yeah, the guy who plays Hiccup. What tells his name? Oh, um, I, can ne- I can never remember his name. Wasn't wasn't Deadpool? Right. Uh, hold on, I tell you right now. Blackberry movie. Jay Bruchel. Oh. Who, who is Hiccup? Uh, come on, man. Uh, how to Train Your Dragon. Oh, okay. I never it's, seen those. Really. It's like the only thing he's ever made a fuck ton of money on. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so I saw the movie. I loved the movie. I thought the movie was great. And then AMC Plus, uh, if you're a subscriber, they uh, released a director's cut limited series of it. So they like basically broke the movie up into three episodes. And uh, so they like gave you deleted scenes and extended cuts and stuff. And uh, I, I, uh, this kind of stories are like catnip for me. I love like uh, early technology, like the early technology boom, especially in like uh, early 90s stuff. And uh, to hear them talk about like, you know, Wi Fi and like how cell phones are like just so far out of grasp that nobody can understand it. And, uh, Glenn Howerton is awesome, just yelling at everybody. And <laughs> you, you think he's going to have like an aneurysm any moment in this movie. Uh, and it's awesome. It's basically, if you ever watch It's Always Sunny, it's like if uh, this character was his dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just finished the new season. Uh, I re signed back up for Hulu on their Black Friday deal. Oh, and nice. I finished the season, yeah. Uh, I really liked BlackBerry. I thought it was cool. Um, if you're interested in like '90s technology and the rise and fall of uh, that kind of stuff, um, but they say they're, they're going to do the iPhone movie. They've sort of already done that, huh? Well, iPhone is very a uh, big player in this movie. So oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so if you have AMC Plus, you can check it out, or you can just watch the movie. I think it's available on Prime. Um, if you don't want to see the extended cut, I don't and, have AMC Plus. Uh, well, you go, but you have Prime. You can watch. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's on Prime. Blackberry okay. movies on Prime. I'll check it out. And I'll then, have to uh, bring out my Blackberry. <laughs> and uh, lastly, I watched uh, the Holdovers in theaters for Thanksgiving, and uh, this movie is awesome. I, That's um, uh, what's his name? Paul, G- Paul, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, the guy who directed Election. And oh, yeah? uh, uh, a few other like I like election like, like sideways uh, yeah. was another popular movie he made. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. It's slipping my mind. Uh, come on, anyway, movie guru, come on! It's gonna come to me later. Anyway, uh, gonna come to you now when I tell you when I look it up. I know, I know he's a Greek guy. That's I know that much. So <laughs> uh, anyway, this movie's great. It takes place in like the seventies. Uh, Alexander Payne. Yeah. Alexander Payne. That's exactly his name. Uh, so anyway, it takes place in the 70s and it's made to look like that. Yeah. And uh, it's about this kid who goes to this like uh, college prep school. Basically, it's like a, not a military school, but like a, like a school where you live at. I'm not having the word come like to my brain. Like a prep school or boarding yeah, school? A boarding school. Thank boarding that's, school the word, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. It's a preparatory boarding school. 
and uh, all the kids are going away for uh, the holidays, and uh, he has something has come up at home, and he can't go home. His parents are not going to be able to, you know, have him come home, and uh, he is left at the school for the holidays. And, yeah. Okay. And, I've seen this trailer. And Paul Giamatti, uh, who plays a very assholeish teacher, has to babysit them. And uh, it's a really if the, if a movie was ever a cozy sweater with a cup of apple cider, that's what this movie is. Uh, it's it's a great time. Uh, it's funny. It's sad. Uh, great acting in it. Paul Giamatti knocks it out of the park. Uh, there's a, a another Oscar lady. bait performance. I don't know. I, I, so maybe. I just saw an article from the Hard Times, right? You know, which is a it's a it's a joke website. It's like the Onion for yeah. music news. Yeah, but they're getting into other stuff now. But this this headline, I think you would like. David Fincher excited for another generation of shitty dudes to misunderstand his latest film. <laughs> 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 that makes that makes a lot of sense to be fair. I can't I can't even begin to tell you how many people say like, oh, Fight Club's my favorite movie. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're the but exact dude, same person. I, I making fun I, of. It took me forever to see that movie when it was still relatively new. Yeah. It took me forever to see it because the kinds of people who were telling me how good it was, I was like, oh, okay, fuck, you, never mind. Do you even understand like, that movie? Bro? And then I watch yes, and then I watch it and I'm like those guys didn't understand what this movie was about. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Fight Club is an awesome movie, and I do enjoy it. It's a good movie. It's yeah. a very good movie. But, but so many people don't so, understand. Yeah, they really is. don't know what they're talking. I think the same thing with uh, with uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and uh, you can say I the same seen that one. Same thing with Seven too. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, a lot of misunderstand lessons comes from David Fincher movies. All right. Um, so anyway, that, that's uh, and we talked about everything else. So, what about Loki season two? Did you finish that? Oh yeah, I did finish that. God, I forgot about that. Well, we we're at, we're at a section called "What We Marvel," and we didn't really marvel that much. So, <laughs> it wasn't much to marvel at. I started uh, as like filler, like I need something to put on for a few minutes while yeah. we're eating dinner with the kids in front of the tea or whatever. We started watching uh, the "What If" series. Um, Oh yeah, the new one's coming out soon. Oh, are they doing more? Okay. Yeah, the second yeah. season. Uh, I believe I'm going to look it up. Is they're doing it like one per day, one new episode per day until they're done. Um, season two. So, yeah, I like season one a lot. They it had December twenty second. So December twenty second is the newest uh, season. It's going to run until <laughs> December thirtieth. Every one every day. Cool. There, there were some good episodes and a few bad ones. Yeah. I mean, Kim likes Captain Carter a shit ton. I thought her episode was the coolest. So it's weird. Okay. My Hanukkah present to Kim, my wife, the voice from the other room, was, you know, the Marvel Legends series? They had a replica version of the Captain, uh, Captain Carter's shield, right? So we were in... GameStop last week and they had it on self it was like 150 but if you had their pro card it was like 130 something so I was like oh I wonder how much this thing is on Amazon so I looked it up on Amazon in the store it was like $47 <laughs> I was like oh 
all right. So I asked a guy, I'm like, can you match that price? And he's like, I'll see. I was like, it's okay if you can. I'll just buy it off Amazon. But he matched it. We walked out with it. Nice. Cool. I was like, all right. It's it's really nice too. It's like uh like salt. It's not like you know, leather, it's not vibranium or anything, but it's pretty heavy plastic. It's it's good quality. We'll have to get something heavy duty to like hang it from the her wall, you know? Yep. All right, sorry. Go back to uh, what if? I'm sorry. Oh, nothing. I was just saying that we've. I've, it's something that I've been marveling off and on recently. Yeah. So that's really it was good. good. I, I really like the Marvel Zombies episode. They're going to be doing more of that in this one. So is it? We just did the continuation of the Marvel Zombie episode, or I is, don't know. I or is don't, it going to be sure. like how the Marvel Zombie outbreak started? I don't know. I know they're making a whole series based on it, so I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, what about Loki season two? Let's go back to that. What What did you think of it? Uh, mixed bag, great mm-hmm. ending. Great ending, yeah. Yeah, I think they, it was. They basically was really they smart the how they tied it all together. Season one, they pushed the reset button on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Really, yeah. The like, problem eh. is nobody's watching. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, it was good. Um, I, I really like Kei Hu Kwan in it. Kei Hui Kwan. And I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name very. Kei Hui Kwan. Kei Hui Kwan. Yeah. Um, I liked his his version of Ouroboros. Um, there was some fun stuff in this show. You know, uh, Owen Wilson was definitely being Owen Wilson, even to a, a, a more Owen Wilson-y degree. No one Owen Wilson's like Owen Wilson. That That's is very, very true. true. Yeah. And he got the really Owen Wilson in this show. <laughs> and he just basically played himself the whole yeah, entire time. Yeah, pretty much. Especially when he was uh, like the the sacred timeline version of him when he was like selling the jet skis and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was fun. I mean, um, a little convoluted. Uh, Timely, Victor Timely got sort of annoying. His, his, his mannerisms, his tics. But I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with with, uh, with Kang, you know? Uh, as far as I know, that is dead on arrival. You can't. I mean, they've spent so much time devoted so to it. His but, trial started this week, I think. Yeah, his trial started. So. Disney has, as far as I understand, and I could be wrong, but as far as I understand, Disney is cutting ties with from uh, from that actor. Interesting. Um, Let's talk about some video games. All right. Dave, what have you been playing? Me? Oh, um, so I know last time I talked a little bit about um, playing Slain. Yeah. Which is a very, very metal uh, <laughs> side-scrolling yeah. uh, action platformer or, game. Yeah, platformer. It very much reminds me of uh, like the original <laughs> Castlevania is really what it reminds yes. me of. Um, just kind of the feel of the environments. It, it feels like that, but like blown out. Like it's everything's bigger and uh, it. That's a faster. difficult game too. So the first achievement that you get in the game is called "Get Used to It," and you, and you get it when you die for the first time. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I I finished the game uh, last week, I guess, and uh, it, yeah, it was. An, I don't know how many times I died, but I know that I yeah. got another achievement for dying a hundred times. <laughs> Not very far into the game, so I would probably I would say I probably 
to get through the whole game, I probably died a thousand or more times. I have a recommendation of a game that's sort of like in the same vein of that called Blasphemous. Their volume uh, part two just came out like a few months ago. Um, it's very much like a Metroidvania, very dark and gossipy, and uh, like a lot of evil religion stuff in it uh it's something that's like right up your fucking alley if you like oh, those type of okay. games yeah yeah i'm looking at it right now there's yeah. a second one yeah part two i'm playing part two on my switch they're really good games they're difficult um but not overly difficult um mm -hmm. it's like a action it's more like a metroidvania souls game you know what i mean yeah but they're okay. they're really good um so the other so yeah, finished slain. It was very challenging. It was fun. I I would, I can see myself going back and playing this one. Um, okay. Uh, you play everything on your PC, right? Right now, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I see you uh, when I'm working. I'm like, oh, Dave is playing this game now. A good pops yep. up. Uh, so I've been playing uh, Cult of the Lamb. How which far are you? Is I just defeated the second boss. Mm. And have just gotten into the third area. Um, this game was made for you. It's adorable and twisted. I love yeah. it. Um, it's like super cute and super twisted at the same time. Oh yeah, uh, and it's more, uh, it's more challenging than I expected it to yeah. be too. Actually, um, like I, <laughs> I die more than I. <laughs> than I expect to. And so like in games like Slain and Doom or whatever, I when you die all the time, I'm like, yeah, that's part of playing the game. When I die in Cult of the Lamb, I get mad. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Are you still playing Mighty um, Doom? I I stopped. Oh, I did haven't you? played yeah, not like deliberately, but uh when they started the uh, the turkey event. I hated Thanksgiving the turkey event, level. I I didn't even I just fell off and I haven't picked it back up. I'm still playing. I play it at the gym every time I go on the uh, the treadmill. That's my mm -hmm. go-to. Put on an album and, and play Mighty Doom for 45 minutes. Okay. Um, it, which help, definitely helps pass the time, you know? Yeah. It's a perfect I, uh, game just to, just to lean up and just use your finger to play, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I'm a part of the... Uh, or I, I keep an eye on. I don't really participate uh the uh subreddit for mighty doom no oh, really and the stuff that i keep seeing is people are just like what the fuck is going on with this game like <laughs> people are starting to drop off of it like oh, a man. lot um but anyway uh you play so the carrion other, uh yeah so after i finished slain i started playing carrion and that that's a I lot of love fun. that game you've played that one oh yeah i play i okay. uh I actually have uh, one of the, I guess, limited run games version of that. I'm like, oh, mm. I love the game so much. And then uh, when I pre-ordered it, it came with a digital version of it. So I got to play it right okay. away. And then which limited run games have been doing, it's it's they release a wider version of it. I'm like, then how is it fucking limited if you're just going to re-release it to the wider audience? But whatever, not going there. Whatever. Uh, I love that game. But it, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like you're the it's like a Lovecraftian horror yes. science fiction game, but you get to be the Lovecraftian horror. You're, yep. you're what the thing reminds me of if for the for the D and D folk out there. It reminds me of the the gibbering mouther. If you're familiar mm. with that monster from D and D, that's what it reminds me of. I think that's the right one. But yeah, you're basically just like this mass of 
organic material with tentacles and mouths and uh yeah you you grow as you play through the game you get bigger and uh gain more abilities and all that kind of stuff it's yeah. kind of metroidvania it is in that way it is it's it's short it's only like a like a four or five hour game but yeah i can tell i'm getting not too far from the end i, I just really it just good, has though. that it just has that feel to it. Like, yeah. I'm like, mm, I feel like I'm getting towards the end of this one. I would, I would love a sequel to that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there was like a, like a holiday, like bonus episode of oh, really? or something like that. I, once, I haven't on. seen that. Hang on. One um, second. Let me see wow. how bad, uh, greatest. Yeah. The greatest time of the year DLC. What? Yeah. What? I, I wonder if that's on the Switch because I have it on the Switch. I don't know what it entails. I have no idea what it is. It's just when every time I load the game, it it prompts me if, for it. So, oh, it's available on the Switch. It's perfect time to play it. It's Christmas time. I'm gonna I'm gonna download that tonight. Cool. That's cool. Um, so I have a, a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to briefly talk about. Some of the winners and some I watched the game awards in the, the past couple days. Uh, streamed last night. Um so we talked about some of the 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 games that were going to be uh that were nominated on the last episode. So I just mm-hmm. want to talk about a few of them. Game of the year went to Baldur's Gate 3. We're gonna talk about how wrong we our predictions were. I don't did we give predictions? We might have. Um Baldur's, I, I actually, and then of course everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be coming to the Xbox," and it, and of course it came out that same night. So I da- I I bought it this this evening, but I cannot download it because the serv- Xbox service was down. I guess it just got overwhelmed or some shit. I bought <laughs> too many I people bought, won Baldur's Gate. Yes, I bought Baldur's Gate three, and then I bought Rift Tracks the game because it was on sale for five bucks. My like, deck of you. Have you ever played any of the previous Baldur's Gate games? Yes, I played part two. Okay. It's been a long time, but yeah. Uh I mean, everything I read about this game, it's it's supposed to be fucking phenomenal. So yeah. I was waiting for the Xbox version to come out. Also, you don't need to have played any of the uh... Not really. I was just it was I was curious oh, okay. because um I I imagine this one plays very, very differently than the Yeah, <laughs> the I would imagine. Did. It's been how many years since part two? Well, and the uh, Baldur's Gate ran off of um, second edition Dungeons and Dragons rules. Yeah, they're on fifth edition for the tabletop game now, and as I understand it, I think Baldur's Gate three runs off of fifth edition rules. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, um, brand new. I would imagine. Um, so that was good. Um, let's see, player's voice, which is like I guess the player's choice game, Baldur's Gate three. Ongoing game was Cyberpunk 2077. I guess Justin would be happy for that. I know he's gone back to that game multiple well, times. They had like a massive like upgrade, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I still have tried to go back to it, and it's not just for me. I don't know. Uh, studio best studio and best game direction both went to Alan Wake Two, and I will I will say I started playing more of that this week. I'm still in like the first hour or two of the game where you sort of you're playing the the tech the, the police officer the detective and running around and uh looking at the crime scene. So I haven't got to the action y part of the game yet. I just don't remember really liking the first game. Oh, I love the first game. 
Um, what else was uh, some some of them we're not going to talk about? Action adventure game was the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Spider Man Two didn't win jack shit. Yeah, which is surprising. Uh, Role playing game, of course, was Baldur's Gate. Art direction, Alan Wake Two. Best adaptation was The Last of Us, the HBO show. I mean, makes was, sense. was there anything else in there? Twisted Metal, Gran Turismo, Castlevania Nocturne, and the Super Mario Brothers movie. All right. I mean, clear winner, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I, I my complaints are the same. Like, they didn't do anything, like, surprising or new. But there was a couple of uh, live musical performances. Do you know the band High Lung, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. They played. They yeah, did. Oh, yeah. a, they did a, uh, a song from the upcoming Hellblade game. Uh, okay, it's really cool. It's like just weird instruments, and it's just really awesome. They're and then like, I guess I would describe them as like a neo folk. Um, they some of the stuff that yeah. they do is almost like. It's almost like electronic dance music, but all played on like traditional instruments. Sure. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. They only um, use like instruments that would have been around like the 1500s, you know? Yeah. But they, they take a kind of like, uh, like 80s goth approach to it yeah. sometimes, which yeah. is interesting. So it was cool to see them. And I was like, and then it's a band, which I, uh, I, I, I might be like the only people person in the world who did not know this, but. Um, Remedy, who makes Alan Wake, use this band called Old Gods of Asgard, right? They used them in Max Payne 3, they used them in Control, then both Alan Wake games. And I didn't know that the band, Old Gods of Asgard, is actually this this Finnish rock progressive metal band called Poets of the Fall. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah, did you have you ever heard Poets of the Fall? No. It's something I think all of us would really dig. It's not Okay, so uh, Old but, Gods of Asgard is them yes. inside the Remedy universe. World. Exactly, and okay. on they just released a greatest hits album from those games that came out, but they performed live, and I shared it to the Metal Geek Society. You've got to watch this. It's the band is actually really really good, um, but they performed live. They did like this. Like a like a Broadway style show with Alan Wake was dancing and singing and it was just fucking weird enough to be interestingly awkward. It was just, <laughs> it was really cool. It was I could have done without some of the dancing. I'll be honest, but everything else was cool. Why do you um, hate dancing? I I just hate dancing. There's movement involved. Fuck that. But you watched the Masked Singer though, so they're not. Well, they're not really dancing too much. Um, we'll go that. We'll go with that. They did announce a new Jurassic Park game called Jurassic Park Survival. I did see a trailer for this. Yes, this game is very much like Alien Isolation, except so, with dinosaurs. Except with dinosaurs, exactly. And which I did not know right. this. The the music being done for this game, um, Tom England from Evergrey posted huh. about it. He has a pro uh, a, a band that he does with a guy named uh, Vikram Shankar called is he Silent Skies. To, is that relation to Ravi Shankar? No, I don't think so. I, I don't know. Uh, but they, if you haven't heard Silent Skies, it's really good. They just put an album out this year too. But they have a production company, and they're doing the music for this fucking game. 
I thought that was really cool. That's amazingly like, yeah, all right. Um, the last game I wanted to talk about, I got tonight. I installed it. I played maybe the first 20 minutes of it. I, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Okay. I've been looking at the reviews and they say, if you like, I, I really like the Far Cry games. It's a big open world style Far Cry game, but in, set in Avatar, which looks really cool. Um, I wound up paying $22 for this game at Target because I had a bunch of credit. So I figured it was worth it for that price. And? I've only played like the first 20 minutes of it. Well, what does the first 20 minutes tell you? It looks really fucking good. I'll tell you that much. Cool. Yeah, it looks fun. I mean, I'm escaping the base right now, so there hasn't really been any... Is it in first person or is it third person? It is first person. The only time it goes in the third person is when you're riding on a banshee. Oh. That's lame. Why? I don't like first person as much. Yeah. Which is which is weird. Why it's always weird when they in a first person game when they make you like choose what you look like. I'm like, you don't fucking see it very often. <laughs> Except but, in reflections. <laughs> or in like cutscenes, you know, but Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's gonna be a fun game. Um I think that's all that's all the games I've been playing. What about you, George? Anything on your on your did you finish finish Spider Man two? I finished the story, but I haven't one hundred percent the game. That's gonna I did. T- that's going to take some time, I think. Yeah, I went back, and even after I hundred percent in the game, I wanted to fucking play more. Like I can't wait for some DLC to come out for this game. So uh, I've, I, uh, I I told you the other day that uh, my kids got themselves a PS five. That's right. Um, they they got so their their grandfather takes them to Dave and Buster's like all the time. Um, and so they've been like saving up points and they use their Dave and Buster's points to get the, the one, the one PS five they had in the store. That is fucking crazy. How many, yeah. how many tickets is that? I don't even know. I don't even know, but my older daughter did the same thing. She got her, her own switch that same way. Cause they'd Jeez. been sharing, they'd been sharing one um, that we had gotten them for Christmas. Well, you just got to think about it. Okay. So their grandfather was taking them. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to imagine they probably paid 10 times as much to get those. Probably. Yeah. Like we've, of, we've pointed out that this was not a, like a financially expedient. Like, <laughs> but way much to cheaper just to it. fucking buy but it. It's still five. impressive. It's still no, impressive. No, it's impressive as hell. <laughs> At least uh, this way they but, had fun getting the, the yeah, console exactly. system. But what games? It, uh, Do they have any games yet? Or? They don't have any PS5 games yeah. yet. Uh, they've been playing the PS4 games on it, but it is a Spider Man 2 bundle. So, uh, oh, really? I don't, I don't know what they need to, if what help, if they need my help, they probably don't to. To well, get it. the bundle probably just comes as a DLC code or something it, like that. Yeah, it's a down, it's a download. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to borrow any games, let me know. Okay. I don't have I don't have a lot of PS5. I have a few, but um, do we want to talk about? Uh, I guess we want to talk about our, our topic really quick, which uh, George brought to the table, which is um, unconventional is, holiday movies. Yes, yeah, so it sort of disappeared from our list. It's higher up. Oh, it is. All right. Um, so what do you mean? Let's go into this. Unconventional holiday movies. What do you mean by this? So it's... Like Die Hard? Die Hard is an example. Gremlins? Of unconventional... Well, yes, I, I guess so. It's not like you're... Something you would turn on ABC Family during the 12 Days of Christmas marathon and it will be on there. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. 
So, All right. do you guys have like some go-to unconventional holiday movies that you like to watch that's not Die Hard? I have a few, I would say. Uh, one that came out last year, and that's Violent Night. I love that movie. Not unconventional, but okay. I'll give well, it to you. How, would it not, how, how is it not unconventional? He's fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, but it's not like Miracle on 34th Street or anything like that. Might as well be. No, you're, you're, you're fucking wrong on that one. <laughs> uh, I'll go, I still go with Die Hard. <laughs> we'll go <with> Die Hard. <laughs> I, I think what I mean by like unconventional Christmas movie is that Christmas is not the focus of the, uh, of the, of the theme of the film. So it's in the background of the movie. Yeah. If you think about like Die Hard, I mean, as much as people like to say it's a Christmas movie, there's not a lot of Christmassy stuff happening. It just takes place during a Christmas setting. Sure. My, my go-to answer, and it's still my favorite, is uh, Batman Returns. Okay, that's a good one. Like yeah. ba- Batman is uh, Batman Returns specifically. It looks very Christmassy. It feels like Christmas, but it's not the focus of the story. What about Edward Scissorhands in that regard? I can see that too, uh, especially like toward the end, like when it gets anything Tim Burton there. makes in wintertime. <laughs> Uh, so do are you guys have any other ones that you, uh, like, uh, can think of, or do you, uh, what about really bad Santa? Like, a, like a go-to in that or, or, or something or something that you would consider an unconventional Christmas movie. Well, I have, a, I have a handful. So one that I actually do though, sometimes is, is, uh, the Adams family movie. Cause it, it opens with carolers. <laughs> the first one does. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. takes place during Halloween. Maybe, uh, maybe I think it's the first one. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it could be. One or, one I know the, the second other. one is a Thanksgiving one, which is a pretty good one. Okay, one or the other of them though opens with carolers on the front porch, and they like pour the boiling oil on them. <laughs> what yeah, about the Shining? The Shining. The Shining. Yeah. The Shining happens during the summer. What? Like, I thought it closes for the the winter during the the. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, you're right. During, I'm thinking during of some, January, I'm, it's post. I'm, th- I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, it takes right. place post New Year's, I think. If I remember Iron Man correctly. three, that took place during Christmas. Well, like pretty much any. Uh, what's the name of that director who made Iron Man three? Um, I don't remember. Come on, man. He did another movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is Shane Black. Yeah, it's a yeah. great Christmas movie. Also, kiss, kiss, also bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, also with Robert Downey Jr. Same sure. thing for Lethal Weapon that takes place during Christmas. Sh- uh, any Sean uh, or uh, Shane Black. Shane Black. Movie. I have a per- I have a perfect one. I I just forgot about. I just remembered this movie, Trading Places. Yeah, it takes well, it takes place between Christmas and Thanksgiving. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, not very uh, like. Not very like sensitive on the today's standards. When, no, uh, nothing it's, from that time period is. Well, Dan Aykroyd wearing blackface doesn't play over very well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Catch me if you can. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, pretty much revolves around Christmas Eve. I've uh, never seen that. You've never seen Catch Me If You Can? No. Oh, it's pretty great. It's like I've, one I've my, seen it once, and I don't. I don't remember it particularly well. I gotta say. Pretty good. What's up there with one of my favorite like 
not common Spielberg movies. Um, let's see what some other ones that I can think of I wrote down here. Oh, Hook. Hook? Oh, that's a good one. Good yeah. answer. Hook is yeah. a great, great one because it's basically one. the only reason they arrive there is because of Christmas and yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, the Green Knight. A lot of people have posted online. Still haven't seen that. It's pretty. Yeah, good. I haven't seen that either. I think Dave, you dig that. I feel like I probably would just on yeah. what I've seen about it. Prometheus apparently takes place during Christmas. I don't remember that, but apparently it does. Like the Alien movie, Prometheus. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, there's a few scenes where they mention how it's Christmas. Hey, hey, Dave. Real quick, yeah. I just I just got a notification that God of War Ragnarok on PS5 is on sale for twenty nine dollars at um, Best Buy for today only, and or as we're recording today only Saturday, and they have a free DLC coming out next week. It's going to make right. like a they're adding a whole roguelike section into the game. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh. Called uh, Valhalla, Rag- God of War, Valhalla, Ragnarok, Valhalla. This it's time, confusing. this time he dies. <laughs> it's confusing because Assassin's Creed Valhalla has the DLC uh-huh. called Ragnarok, so it's like the opposite. But yeah, that's definitely worth picking up for that price. Alrighty, not I a hol- not a Christmas, mo- not a Christmas game. No. Did you say? I said I won't, but cool. Oh. <laughs> you should. So anyway, do you guys have any others y'all like to add? We, we we can expand on this a little bit. Like, what kind of movies do you tend to find yourself watching during the Christmas time? So, for me, it's different for me because I didn't really grow up on a lot of holiday movies. Um, you know, coming from a Jewish household, uh, there's a few that you know that I watched. Oh, yeah, I still love you know Nightmare Before Christmas. I, I love Scrooged, but nothing else was really, uh, you know, we didn't sit around and watch Christmas movies very often, you know? Yeah. Makes just, sense. I mean, I've seen stuff here and there, but it's ne- it was never really like a, a tentpole moment in my childhood. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. Do uh, you mentioned Scrooged. Do you guys yes. have, have a, uh, have a favorite version of the Ebenezer Scrooge story, Christmas Carol? It's a tie between Muppets Christmas Carol and Scrooge. Oh, gosh. Okay, Muppets Christmas okay. Carol, that's good. Yeah, it's it's okay. between those two. Also, if you want a good sequel, I would say watch uh, Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. I watched that a couple Holy years ago. Sh- that shit does not deserve to be as good as it is, but it's fucking hilarious. Hmm. All right. Did my you favorite, know that my favorite a... Christmas Carol is the one with George C. Scott? Oh, yeah. Let me like get your little bow tuckle, bow buckle there, and like. <laughs> there's a. Did you know there's a, a a Metroidvania game called Ebenezer and the Invisible World? I have heard about that before. It's available on Steam for fifteen bucks right now. So, like, you just uh, play a Scrooge. You play as Scrooge and you get powers and you run around and it's like a Metroidvania game. All right. It looks actually pretty fun. What about what about you, George? What are your it can be conventional, unconventional, whichever ones? Um mostly my conventional ones that I always have to watch every year is probably Home Alone One and Two. Uh mm-hmm. 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacations. Always, okay, that one too. Yes, for it's sure. It's always a good definitely send- saw that one. Yeah, it's a good send off for Christmas. I think, especially yeah. during Christmas Eve or day or whatever. Uh, Hook is definitely in, in the uh, rotation. Um, You're hooked on Hook. I do. I, I think Hook is so so much fun. You know, it's hard to watch that movie and not chant Rufio. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Rufio. Rufio. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> all, the, all the ladies wanted him. All the fellows wanted to be him. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> he was a comic loser one year. I can't remember what year it was, but the actor. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. His yeah. line his line was astronomically long. Um, That's because Rufio. Uh, there's a couple other ones. Oh, uh, Paddington 1 and 2 are perfect Christmas holiday movies. Never seen those. Are you planning to see the Wonka movie? Because yeah. I know it's the same director, right? Yes, I will be seeing the Wonka movie just because of the director. That's Timothy Chalamet, right? Timothy Chalamet. And you it's also... He- it's also a musical, and I like musicals. You know, so. he got his start uh, modding 360 controllers on YouTube. Timothy Chalamet? Yes. Good uh, for him. I mean, his start is probably a strong word. But... Well, that was the first thing he did in the public eye, and he got really popular, too. <laughs> the okay. Hugh Grant Oompa Loompas are freaking me out. There uh, was an article <laughs> about Hugh Grant saying that was, like, the worst experience of his life, and he hated it. <laughs> Why'd you fucking do it, dude? For a paycheck, man. I guess, but... Uh, What else? Uh, There's also, like, the Santa Claus, which is pretty great. Eh. Tim Tim Allen. Tim Allen's a dick. Yeah, we all know. Uh, Some new ones. Uh, There's a Netflix movie that came out, like, I want to say, like, a few years ago called Klaus. Which is really great. The animation. That's a great movie. That's a beautiful yeah. movie. Never the animation's that. breathtaking. The story's great. It's pretty much like the origin story of Santa Claus. Yeah. Why'd you call it Klaus? Because that's, that's what the name of it. Movie is called Klaus. K or C L A U S or Claus? K- I guess K L. It's K L A U S. Okay. I mean, you can say it like Claus if you want to, but it's pronounced Klaus. What's that? Uh, what was that horror movie? Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. No, well, that's good too. Um, Garbage Cramp- day. Krampus, <laughs> the newer oh, cr- Krampus movie. I like that movie. Krampus is fun. That's a that's some, I'll, I'll watch that one. Oh, uh, there's also um, Elf. You know? Elf. You that's know, our, Kim- uh, that's our traditional Thanksgiving has ended and it's time to decorate the Christmas trees. Movie is Elf. <laughs> yeah, same, we same here. The, we do we the same mall, thing. <laughs> a mall last week, and uh, her best friend is like really into Elf. I'm like, oh. She- you should get her this or something. And she's like, I've never seen it. Like, what? We need to change that. Because Elf is a great movie. When I worked at Movie Trading Company, do you remember? You guys remember that store? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. do. Yeah. They they flew us all up to Dallas one day for a meeting. So they had all the, all the stores from up in Dallas area too. And they rented out a theater and they showed us Elf. And then they had their holiday meeting. And then they flew us back that night. I'm like, all right. It's quite cool. a day. Yeah, that it's was cool. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I remember working at Blockbuster when Elf came out, and we all got free copies of Elf. That, that was our uh, gift. That, that was a holiday miracle. It was. <laughs> uh, anyway, so anyway, I just wanted to, like, you know, bring it up, see if there was something, like, you guys were, like, Chomping at the bit to talk about or so interest, interested in for 
Halloween time, we always make a list of movies that I need to watch. Sure. Is there any holiday movies that I need to watch? I mean, what haven't you seen? Let's uh, let's go through the list. Have you seen Anna and the Apocalypse? No. You should watch Anna and the Apocalypse. Although it is a musical, but you so you might hate it. I might. Yeah, but it's fun. Anna and the Apocalypse. I. Th- that sounds familiar. It's a it's a Christmas musical where uh, a girl. Anna Kendrick, right? I don't think so. I thought I, it, who, who it's then? a it's a low budget movie, so I don't think it was like uh, very uh, famous people were in it. Oh yeah, I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I thought it was fun. It's very cute. Um, okay, you've seen Scrooge. Have you seen a Christmas story? Yeah, I didn't like. I don't really like that movie. You don't like a Christmas story? Not really. Oh man, it's pretty great. To be frank, I don't really get the huge appeal of it. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, it's it's fun enough, but I don't understand why it's like it's one it cultural it's, icon that it is. I yeah, don't, they, right? they they play it like I think it's forty eight hours straight from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day on TV. There's an issue I, there. So when I was growing up, that was on all the time. So I think it's something you grow up with and you watch. But a sequel came out to it, I want to say last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Last That's year or the right. year before. I can't remember when it came out. But it's it's a pretty decent sequel. That uh, It's pretty heartfelt. And it's uh, I, I think it's on even keel with the original. Mm-hmm. And, it's and it on, had the on same, uh, it had the same, the same, same actor, actor yeah. who was the kid. He's an elf, too. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah. Uh, he's like the oh, he's yeah. like the head the head toy maker elf or whatever. Um, what else? Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, Seen but it. the Ron Howard version. Yeah, the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, we watch that every Christmas too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's definitely one of those uh, Christmas movies we put on while we're decorating. Okay. Uh, like I said earlier, Klaus on Netflix. Everyone should see it at least once. All right. Uh, the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. It's Kurt Russell being Santa Claus. Surprisingly so, fun. Yeah, really? it's. I don't. I. Yeah. I shouldn't have to explain more than that. It's. It's stupid, but fun. It's very stupid, but like Kurt Russell absolutely sells it the is whole it, time. Is it like Escape from the North Pole? Mm, it's more like he needs help. It's like Ernest uh, saves Christmas, but not not as corny. That's a movie I've never seen either. You never seen Ernest Saves Christmas? No. Oh, not you very get, good. Not very get, good. You didn't get my. You didn't get my escape from joke though. No, I, I did. did. It's Kurt a, Russell. It's a Kurt yeah. Russell John Carpenter yeah. movie. You just know? ignored it. I, I get I, it. I'm, yeah. It's fine. I just went. Oh, okay, and kept going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arthur Christmas. You ever seen Arthur Christmas? No, I don't think I want to. That does not sound familiar to me. It's a uh, has uh, James McAvoy. Uh, he's like one of the sons of Santa Claus. Is that and, a cartoon? Yeah, it's an animated movie. Oh, then I'm good. Wait, you have something yeah, that gets Carrie, animated? You know, Carrie movie? hates animated. I don't like animated Christmas it's, movies, though. Says the person who went to go see Disney Wish. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that are like unconventional, like not so popular. Uh, Dave, do you have any input here really i don't think so all right well i think we should let's move on uh, what's the opposite of christmas time and being jolly and happy let's talk about some fucking metal 
I was right. gonna say, it's just hello Halloween. Is that is well, that it's sort of. here? Uh, Krampus, uh, Dave, what have you been jamming? We're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna do George hates metal because I haven't really picked anything out, <laughs> but there is something I do want to talk about, um, and I want you guys to listen to it, and you're gonna you're gonna hopefully hear what I hear. Um, but Dave, what have you been jamming? Man, I just got nothing like in particular. I just sort of been been on shuffle, you know. I haven't. Have you been? Have you been working really, on your top? Uh, your I need. Top albums? I need to. I need to. Um, but I, I haven't really yet. Um, I did listen to the new Bruce Dickinson track, though, yes. and it's fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll show you. I got. I bought the vinyl, the single vinyl, the seven inch. Which yeah. comes as like the comic book inside of it, which is sort of cool. But there's a there's a there's a part in the end where he repeats a line that sort of annoys me. I'm like, no, don't do that. But it's it's an okay song. I hopefully the rest of the album is better. Yeah, that's that was my thought too. I was like, I hope the rest of it um is better than this or makes this make more sense in context. Cause that sure. happens sometimes too. But like so Bruce Dickinson's Chemical Wedding is a like Desert Island album. For oh yeah, me. I fucking love Chemical Wedding. It's one that I can listen to. Perfect forever, album, and it doesn't get old. Yeah. So that that's like the high water mark for his solo work for me personally. Um, Agreed. But Anything yeah, I'm else? not super impressed with the new track. I gotta say, it's yeah. I, I get, it. I get it. I, I'm, I'm sort of on the same wavelengths on that. Hopefully, it's one of those things where it'll be better in the context of the full album. I'm hoping that's what I'm thinking too. It's a whole concept album. So, anything else on your list? Not really. No. What about you, George? I said I've just been shuffling. 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 Get, get, get in your top ten, Brian. We're, in, we're gonna be doing that soon. Yeah, I know. It, it it will be the episode where I don't talk very much. <laughs> Holy crap! I'm looking. Uh, all right, I'm gonna let you talk, but there's something on here that I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so I've been listening to Health's new album. It came out, I think, this week. I think. Uh, but they've been uh, dropping some si- uh, singles for like I don't know. I think Health's the band that I would actually really enjoy. I don't know. Maybe I. I would say give it a shot. This album's like, I would say one of their heavier albums. Kind of like uh, a lot of like synth pop and synth wave and stuff like that. Yeah. Heavy heavy synth is good. Yeah. Um, I uh, or Orbit Culture came out with a EP record with like three or four tracks on it. I've been listening yeah. to that a lot. Their new album is is not that old either. Nope. Maybe like know. two or three months. Yep. Uh, so they came out with a, this EP record called Forgotten, and uh, it has like it has three tracks on it. Did you, did you forget it? No, not yet. <laughs> uh, let's see, Persephone, 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 yeah. Was well, just no Y at the end. So uh, anyway, they came out with a single. It looks pretty. It's pretty good. I think I've been listening to that a little bit for at least a week. I've now. heard that. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it's it's more it's not that their last album wasn't progressive, but it sounds like they're going even further in that direction. That that's been like their trajectory for their career. It seems. Yeah, like to 
they like started out way more like metalcore ish. Yes. And, yeah. And then uh, the I more you can get away from metalcore, the better you're going to be. <laughs> I came across <laughs> this new band called Temic. Yes, sir. Have you guys heard of them? I have. Okay. I haven't. So you you sort of have. So Temic is a it's a new uh, which this surprised me that you even like this kind of stuff, <laughs> George. Um, so Temic is a band. Uh, they're, they're, remember, a, they're a prog metal band. So they're a prog metal band. So remember when you saw uh haken and devin townsend right before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. the keyboard yeah. player that was with both bands oh, uh, that was this playing is... this is his new project okay yeah cool. it's pretty good i uh, like it Diego, quite a bit i think his name is um uh i can't think of his name diego tejeda that's his name diego tejeda yep it's a very international name <laughs> diego tejeda which, which is weird because like one of the other Hanukkah presents I got was the vinyl from that tour. The, the, key, in the past. He's the keyboardist and sound designer for Devin yep. Townsend and mm-hmm. Mike Portnoy's Shatter Fortress. Yep. And he and, uh, was performing with Haken at that point. Uh, yeah. And has guitarist Eric Gillette from Neil Morse. Anybody ever heard of that? Neil Morse? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And vocalist Frederick Klemp yeah he was good he's good the whole thing is good yeah I, I think the album's pretty solid i've listened to it a few times now i think it's a pretty good album i'm i'm happy that you uh that you pulled that that's it's it's been really it's been captivating me captivating. it's been a lot of really it's been a lot of really good fucking prog metal this year i gotta say and, anything else uh, i'm trying to look at my spotify make sure i didn't miss anything uh have you ever heard of a band called caligula's horse yes i have yeah. <laughs> I, I came across them they're, they're pretty pretty fun i i think what it was is i saw the name and i was like this band can't be good and then uh they've I listened, been around forever too. yeah i listened they're to actually, uh their new stuff is really good there's a song called Gollum or golem i've been listening to mm-hmm. quite a bit it's pretty good and i think that's about it for as much as like new stuff goes I have a, I have a few it's on my list. I've been listening to a lot of stuff that um, as I'm trying to 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 tidy up my my year end list. And our good friend uh, Josh Runquist, um, every time he he just did his top hundred, and I always try to I always find new things in his list. But um, there's a, a solo project from the uh, one of the guitar players from Amorphous. Yeah, uh, I I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. But it's called Bjorko. Um, it I'm I'm sort of <sighs> halfway. I I really I like the album a lot. There's like really good stuff on it, and there's stuff on here I don't like. Uh, so it's guitarist Tommy Kovasari. He's one of the driving forces behind Amorphous, but um, the name the album title is called Heart Rot. Uh, like the first track on it, fucking heavy, and it has Jeff Walker from Carcass in it. Uh, one song has uh, Shagrass from Jimmy Borgir. Um, one song has Tommy Yautzen from Amorphous. There's just this one song from. There's a couple songs on here that just I don't like, and it sort of like I don't want to say ruins the whole album for me, <laughs> but sort of 
sours it a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, the other songs on it are good. And there's a couple of instrumental interlude tracks that he does, which I like. Um, I want to talk about uh, the Paradise Lost. There, we just did an episode on MSR cast about uh, 1993. In 1993, Icon came out from Paradise Lost, and they just, this past week, released a remastered version of it. I don't know if they re-recorded it. I think it's just remastered, but it sounds really fucking good. Um, cool. It's album, it's, it's because that album, the production on it was always not great. And there's some really great songs on that album, and it now it sort of needs to be where it, the, uh, audibly uh sonically where it should be you know uh-huh. but i want to take a second we're going to uh talk about this band called dead in finland have you heard of these guys before no. um they're a melodic death doom band but they also throw in other elements that i think george would really like so um there's elements of of uh, like rap in it <laughs> like some of the vocal harmonies and stuff like that. So I want you guys to listen to the song called heavy rain from dead in Finland. This will be our George hates metal. Cause I want Dave might know, uh, recognize it more so, but there's a vocal line they use in a couple of the choruses that are pulled directly from another band. Like it's obvious. And once we listen to it, we're going to, uh, we'll talk about that. So, George, check out the song called Dead in Finland from uh, from the song is called Heavy Rain. Okay, so that so was impromptu uh George uh, Hates Metal here. Very impromptu. Uh Dead in Finland. Um the song was called Heavy Rain. I, I mean I, I dig that band a little bit. Uh, I like what they're doing with some stuff that just throws me off. So the first time I heard that song, the the first chorus is directly the same cadence, and you could just replace the words with the first uh core or not core is the chorus or the first 
Is that is that right? Is that the, is that the right singing Dave chorus? I guess just like I depend. I don't sure. Not chorus, we'll call it chorus. Like, the verse. <laughs> that's what it's called. Verse. Right. Uh, from Anthrax's "Bring the Noise," it's which is originally a Public Enemy song, but it's fucking so close. It's it's it drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're uh, Anthrax or Public Enemy fans. They, I mean, that's fine, but it's it's it sounds exactly like it. Like, I mean, they they should get in trouble for is what I'm saying. They should get fined. No, they shouldn't. But whatever. I was like, is this like one of those scenarios where like Vanilla no. says it sounds different? Right. They could get sued for this shit. It just sounds so fucking close. Like you could just. Replace the words in the Dead in Finland song, and you, you have it. I'm gonna try to. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll like mix them together, and you'll you'll hear it. <laughs> it's okay. driving me crazy. What so? What would you think of the song though? Uh, I, I thought it was cool. It was interesting. It reminds me a lot of Soil Work, which I'm a yeah. Pretty, I'm a lot a of the clean big, vocals. I'm a pretty big fan of Soil Work. Um, it also has like a very like uh. What's that kind of metal? It's like feel good metal. It's not like tragedy or like mellow death or no. It's just something like what would you consider like Sabaton? What is that word? Well, just power metal. Power metal is the word I'm looking for. I it's think. not really power metal. It but has can... power metal feels to it. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's not sad and depressing. I guess. I, I mean, I do like their their flourishes of like the keys and stuff and the piano stuff in these songs. I think that's um, where the power metal is. Uh, maybe I can from. I can see where that comes from. That's a valid point. What do you think of it, Dave? Uh, I'm a, I was honestly kind of distracted because there was this buildup of like, okay, there's something I'm supposed to be paying attention to. There's supposed to be something I'm going to recognize. No. <laughs> it never <laughs> happened. So, it never happened, and so I was like distracted by that through most of it. But it, mm. it sounded all right to me. Like uh, I, I'd have to give it a little bit more attention. But all right, it was well, cool though. I did. Yeah. It was yeah. The album's pretty decent too. Um, I think George, this is something that you would probably like more than anything else, really. Sure, I'll give it a um, spin. All right. Well, I think that uh, wraps up this episode. We have one. We have to talk about what's tickling our geek, and then do some house cleaning and then we can all go to fucking bed so george what's tickling your geek uh what's tickling my geek this week uh is the discovery and uh learning that james cameron's magnum opus uh the abyss uh the abyss has not titanic is coming out with a 4k restoration I know in some cities they're doing like a screening that happened, yeah. I think, today or yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I loved that movie as a kid. I think it just yeah. blew my imagination away as a young kid. And uh, I'm just so glad that it's going to get a 4K release. And, uh, I'm very excited to learn that. That's cool. What about you, Dave? Um, the, uh, fallout trailer came out this past week oh, yes. and it has, uh, it's won me over. I'm now on the hype train. I'm excited for the fallout show now. Um, Beep, I, choo -choo. I was, I was very hesitant about it prior yeah. to seeing the trailer and hearing some of the news around it. Um, uh, one that it's 
that Bethesda and Todd Howard are involved and the show is going to be considered canon. Um, Just looking at what we can see from the trailer, they look like they've got the feel of it just right. Um, uh, I'm yeah, I'm excited for it. Has Walton Goggins in it? Walton Goggins as the only name the character has so far is the ghoul. Um, Yeah. But, is that uh, like a character in the game? No, uh, oh, okay. there are tons of ghouls. Uh, that's one of the things that is a little bit bothering me, though, a little bit, is if he's the ghoul, that can't be the only thing they call him because they've, there's got to be more ghouls. Right. Because um, But they, they actually, in the trailer, they show his life before the fall. Just for a split too. second. Just yeah. like just like a not even a full second of footage but yeah you see him pre-ghoulification but if you see in the trailer when uh you actually see the the bombs going off that's Mm -hmm. him riding the horse that you can yeah yeah i'm i'm sold i'm down i think he's a great choice to play a ghoul i think that's fantastic um but i i hope he isn't the ghoul i hope we get more i'm not as uh is I don't know as much about the games and the and the lore and all that as you do. I've never played I, before. I'm really looking forward to this show. It looks really cool. My my whole family's excited about it. Uh, my my youngest daughter, uh, she loves to play Fallout. Yeah, uh, ever, <laughs> she started on it younger than she probably should have, and like <laughs> the, the the like she likes to take like the. Uh, the bloody mess perk and stuff like that. <laughs> Have you ever done that one? No. There's a perk that you can get in a lot of the different Fallout games called Bloody Mess, which basically just makes enemies explode into blood and guts every oh, time well, you I kill mean, them. She <laughs> she loves that. I shit. don't blame her there. They're tons fun. It's the uh, funnest part of any game. So for me, uh, depends on how our schedules go. This might be our last episode for the year. Oh, no. Um, I try to squeeze one more in, but I would like to uh, – I'm excited. There's a couple of things I'm excited for. I'm excited for our year-end review that's going to come up in January. I'm working on my list for everything, having a lot of fun going back and listening to some of the albums. Um, I haven't – feels like I haven't seen as many movies that I wanted to see this year, but we'll, hopefully that can change. Um, but I'm excited. We are going on a cruise in a couple of weeks. We're going on the second ever voyage of the Carnival Jubilee, which is like the biggest ship we've ever been on. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we've been we've booked out of Galveston. Yeah, to Galveston. We've bu- we booked it like a year and a half ago. So it's finally coming up. Originally, we were supposed to go in November. Um, but then they said that the ship wasn't going to be finished yet. So they've delayed it a couple, like a month and we didn't get on the first one, which we were originally on the, on the maiden voyage, but so we're on the second one, which is actually during new year's, which will be That's fun. Good. They, they've had time to get all the kinks out. So. <laughs> well. so in case anything went wrong. Yeah, exactly. I'll give it a week. You know what I mean? Um, that, and we've, uh, we booked a cruise next year for my 50th birthday. Wow. Yeah. So it's in the books. You got the date and everything ready. Yep. Wow, man. So everybody's invited to come along. Where, where are we going? Uh, to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, it's a Royal Caribbean ship, actually. It's the biggest ship that I've ever been on, or will ever be on. It's the uh, uh what's it called? The Harmony of the Seas. So it's cool. like the I think the the Carnival ship we're going on is 186,000 tons and that Royal Caribbean ship, like 220 something thousand. It's huge. That's a lot of tons. 
It's a lot of tons. It's a ton of tons. <laughs> it's a ton, a ton of, of tons. tons. <laughs> I can't even see all those tons. <laughs> it's not enough time. Um, but that's it. I'm looking forward to all that good stuff. But uh, we'll I, we'll probably do another episode right before the end of the year. But we'll see. Um, I would like to, uh, I guess, take this moment and we'll talk about where people can find us. Um, thanks to everyone for uh, hanging out with us and being a fan for so long. Of course, you can find us at metalgeeks.net. We're also on any place where you download your podcast, be that Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that. We're on social media at on Instagram at Metal Geeks. Uh, and we're on Facebook. And then our Facebook group is the Metal Geek Society. I think I'm going to move away from using X as just a personal uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get into too many details, but happy Hanukkah, y'all. Um, what about you guys? Did I did I leave anything out there? I can't remember. I'm, I think we're good. No, I'm on all social medias. I'm, I'm trying out threads, so if you want to reach me out, I'm on threads. Uh, also, I want to say, you know, to all the listeners and new listeners, too, especially from Spotify, thank you for listening. And if you want to support the show, please share uh and you know spread the word about us that's how we get more listeners and have more time and have more flexibility to do fun things that's right thank you for that and what about you dave find me at red viking dave mostly uh facebook and instagram at this point uh i think i'm going to be starting a tiktok and making art videos oh on there that, so. that'd be cool my wife suggested i post that gu- guitar video maybe i'll do it maybe i'll do a, a music channel as well you should do a combination of music and art, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You should play music while drawing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, the whole time uh, I, I've noticed exactly. <laughs> on your wall, Brittle Dave, is that banjo. Uh-huh, yeah. I've never knew you had a banjo. I didn't know you yeah. could play the banjo. I'm not I, great at it. I need to. It's here because I need to practice with it. Okay. But. That's cool, though. Banjo is a definitely underused instrument, I especially agree. in metal. It's the devil's uh, cho- chosen guitar, man. That's right. That's true. <laughs> he went down to Georgia with that, right? Exactly. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us again. And uh, as always, we have one last thing we have to say. Keep it jolly. <laughs> there you go. And keep it holly. <laughs> I realized after I said it, I should have said holly first. So. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to do that. We're going to read Okay. Re, 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 repeat. As always, we have one last thing we would like to say. Keep it holly. And keep it jolly. And keep it geeky metal. That too. And uh, ho, ho, ho on a bottle of rum. Bottle of rum? Wait. <laughs> that'll, that'll be tomorrow. Cool. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.